Hello there. Ladies and gentlemen, it's over. I used to trust the system, but no more. My trust has been eroded away over the last few years. The system is rotten to the core. The whole thing. And swapping blue for red or red for blue will change absolutely nothing. And I'm obviously not the only one who's come to that conclusion. Now, I've been talking about politics for years and never has the interest of the public in ordinary politics been so low. Because they know that those that are really running the country are not listening to them and won't listen to them because they do not want to listen to them. Because those ordinary people get in the way of the dreams and aspirations of the great and good. The Westminster bubble, great and good. The great and good that think nothing matters outside of central London. Because to them, nothing does matter outside of Westminster. Except for a legitimising vote in a general election once in a while, a sufficient number of police to protect them, and a rigorous system to enforce the collection of tax, of course. But they know how to play the game. And the game is stacked full of controlled opposition, those that shout loudly but who never seem to get anything changed. And how about all those loaded surveys and consultations they use in order to make it look like the people love their freedom-sapping net-zero schemes, for example? And when the survey goes the wrong way, they either do a Sadiq Khan and ignore the result and press on anyway, or they drop the plans for now and wait for an opportune moment to foist them on us. We are being herded. There's no two ways about it. Now, some will say that it's been going on since forever. But that is no excuse. That is no excuse for us to continue to have to suffer it. And just look what's happening right now. A massive cost of living crisis that is hurting most people and burying some and our infrastructure is creaking at the seams and never seems to function correctly, even though our taxes are through the roof. And this is not just the Tories. Look at the devolved assemblies. And here we have Keir Starmer promising to fix a Tory NHS, but he fails to point out that NHS Wales is controlled by Labour and is in as bad, if not a worse state, than NHS England. Why doesn't he start straight away on NHS Wales and show us how it's done? And the legal system, from the lawmakers in Parliament to the police to the judiciary, have just about turned justice on its head to convert the perpetrator into the victim while the true victim takes the blame and bears the cost. And when it goes wrong, the authorities close ranks you only have to look at recent and very recent events to realise that. 
It's almost like those with the power to hire and fire in the public sector have been doing their utmost to put highly unsuitable people into certain jobs, or make sure the dodgiest get the rewards. And the Tories will never change, and Labour wouldn't make any difference either. And ordinary people know that. No wonder there is so much political apathy out there. We have millions of people employed by central and local government all over the country. Five point eight million, or seventeen point five percent of the workforce, according to the ONS. But the NHS says it can't cope. There are potholes everywhere. You can't get the taxman on the phone, and if you try to talk to your MP, either you get no reply or you get a boilerplate reply that does not answer your question. And despite our fast-growing population, with all those skilled people coming in, company bosses still complain about a skills gap, but don't train anyone themselves, and our armed forces get smaller and less well-equipped year on year. More on that tomorrow. And look at the state of science. We no longer know what a woman is, for example. While in maths, two plus two adds up to racism. We're told, and spelling correctly is not on the Wokester's bucket list. And some MPs think that boys and girls are somehow easily interchangeable. And try to get to see a GP. Well, if you go private, you can quite easily talk to a GP, or so I'm told. And our rich history is being comprehensively written to satisfy a minority, while the majority part of the population is slowly being airbrushed out of the present. Just look at some of the job adverts, and adverts in general too. And while all this goes on, the Westminster bubble is tying itself in knots. Over trying to prove breaches of the ministerial code, continual point scoring and finger pointing. More political energy goes into that than anything to help the people in general. And today, Keir Starmer had the gall to question Rishi Sunak on net inward migration at PMQs, as if he would not further increase it. And now we have civil serpents ruling the roost and dictating how to ditch the policies the people voted for, and ditching the people that the voters elected. None of our politicians has any intention of improving our lives. They have a career in politics and don't want that particular boat rocked, bar one or two notable exceptions. That is. And notable exceptions will be dealt with, if they become too much of a threat, of course. So it's over. It's time for change, massive change. This system is now too top-heavy, too cumbersome, too complicated, and too corrupt. But that's exactly how the two main parties, the Lords and the Civil Service Mandarins, like it. Because if they didn't like it, they would change it. Be in no doubt. It's now up to us. If we want change, we have to vote for it. It's time to stop voting for the least worst option. It's time to vote for what we truly believe. Richard.
Do you want to know why people don't trust politicians or the establishment anymore? Well, there are a number of reasons, but ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Liberal Democrat leader, Ed Davey. Davey was asked a question, and that question was, can women have a, a dangly man bit? Well, the reply that Mr Davey gave was, yes, they quite clearly can have a dangly man bit. That one answer sums up why people don't trust politicians or the establishment. I mean, what can you say to that except the distinction between biological truth and wishful thinking have now merged, and our political class and establishment media are pushing this agenda in the post-truth world. Maybe that's why the Lib Dems are now trialling a four-day working week in South Cambridgeshire Council, seeing as they all identify as working five days a week, even though they only work, only work four. And I will get back to that, but first I want to say this isn't about bashing those people with a certain type of dysphoria. It's a natural process that some young kids go through, especially seeing as there are higher instances for those with a diagnosis of autism. And nearly all of them come out the other side fully intact with no alterations. And for those that do make the decision to go through on their, to follow through on their desires to remove or add bits, well, carry on just as long as you are in your full adult mind to make such a fundamental life choice. This is not a, a choice for an impressionable and possibly even vulnerable teenager. And it is not a, a life option that should be waved under the noses of seven-year-olds, as is being taught in schools right now. The age at which a person can legally engage in bedroom antics is 16, so why, why push this new idea onto seven-year-olds about the multiple numbers of, um, well, potential outcomes for a human being in terms of what they can identify as. I think it's very difficult to word this, but I think you know what I'm talking about. I'm a live and let live chap, but our political leaders, especially on the left, seem hell-bent on pushing forward this agenda where reality and desire become one entity, and I want to know why. I genuinely feel very uncomfortable approaching this subject because those that have and are in the process of change must be in a terrible place and must be prayed for because fantasies are fantasies and let them remain in their proper place. But anyway, back to the four-day working week. Well, I would say four days are too many days to work a week. So it's actually something I sort of agree with the, Lib the Liberal Democrats on. Hold on, hold on. You're advocating laziness, I hear you cry. No, I just don't believe in this system and its infrastructure that requires five days a week of servicing to meet the demands of profit, because our society is one built upon debt, both personal and national, both of which need servicing, and that places increasing pressure on the workforce as debts mount up. Did you know that way back when people lived more on the land, they didn't work all year, all year round, yet they had more security than we do? Don't get me wrong, life could be very hard for them, but Fritz Lang predicted the future perfectly in his masterpiece of filmmaking, Metropolis. He foresaw back in the 1920s that the Industrial Revolution was a ruse and man would ultimately serve the machine and not the other way round. And here we are living an artificial existence with artificial intelligence about to leap to the foreground and become our final master. Anyway, what do you lot think about the topics covered in today's video? 
Leave your musings on the in the comment section below and take a look at the merch we have in the little section below too. And we will see you again tomorrow where Jeff will be putting up a video in the morning or, or in the afternoon. And I will see you to, again tomorrow evening. Uh, although due to pressures with uploading, we are no longer able to commit to the 5.45 deadline. But we will see you in the evening between 5.45 and 7.15. Take care.